Welcome to the Andrew Skiles Show. Um, today here we got Jeremy Davis. He's originally from the Alliance area of Nebraska. Not Alliance, Not Alliance. but the Alliance area. Happy to be here. Thank you for coming on, Jeremy. Um, so today you're majoring in broadcasting, correct? Yep. And uh, a lot of students at UNL kind of go through a system where you think you want to do one thing and then maybe change your major a couple times. Um, were you always broadcasting production, or did that change? I actually went into uh, went into my, I guess, college career thinking I wanted to do news. And uh, I guess the reason I thought that was I thought that news uh, broadcasting was the only way you could get on air and do stuff. Like, I'm, I have a really big interest in radio, and I wanted to do radio, so I figured, well, I have to do news if I want to do on air. If I just go into production, then I'm just going to be running the board or something, and then... When I got into a few of those more news-oriented classes, I'm like, eh, I don't know if this is for me. So I went and talked to Rick Alloway, who's the station manager here at KRNU, the campus radio station, and he said, well, why don't you just switch over to production? Because we can do just as much with you on-air entertainment-wise and uh, throw in some audio production stuff too, rather than just, I guess, becoming a journalist. Yeah, so I mean, you and I we're kind of we're kind of the uh, the older dogs. We are, yeah. <laughs> um, but when we originally came to college, the journalism school has had broadcasting production and broadcasting reporting. Um, I was also reporting for about a week. Mm-hmm. Decided I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I stuck I stuck it out. Uh, I think all my whole freshman year, I didn't switch until like the start of my sophomore year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. See, and actually, oh, I guess I should take it back. I was originally business. Then it came to journalism. I wanted reporting. <laughs> Didn't like it. Production is the way I want to go. Um, but now they have sports broadcasting as yeah. well that they have added. Um, and I think that's kind of taken some of the guys away from production. No, I agree. Um, but so since we're talking about broadcasting production, can you give us a little more insight into kind of what broadcasting production is as a major? Um, maybe some of the things that you are looking to do with it? Well, I think... It's a common uh, misconception, just like kind of, well, I just said I believed that going into broadcast production, you wouldn't get to do anything like on air, and uh, you just were kind of the guy behind the scenes doing all of all of that kind of stuff, like running boards, running camera, but it's not. When you get into it, like, and I know that you've experienced it too, we've had to do just as much stuff on air and like on camera as we have probably off it's just part of it so i think if you are interested in doing some stuff like that but also more uh kind of got the creative mindset and want to actually create uh like do commercials do stuff like that i think production's the way to go just because i think that being a production student here at the university i think we've gotten more um more experience is just doing like production plus on the camera stuff than vice versa. I don't think the news kids have gotten near the production like experience that we have. Yeah, definitely. I, I would agree with that completely. Um, I think you and I, we've taken multiple classes together that you and I were, we're doing a bunch of reporting. We're mm-hmm. doing all the video stuff. We're editing it. Um, we're possibly with more broadcast reporting. They're doing more getting ready to be on the news and stuff like that. Um, so they probably focus a little more on that compared to us, but 
personally, I like broadcasting production a little more because, like you said, kind of the more freedom you have with it, I think you have maybe a few more options later on. Um, I know some guys that are broadcast production, they're they're looking to do a, a bunch of different things. Right. You know, when when they when they graduate and they send off their their resumes, they, there's the whole field's open for them. I mean, you go into this, you learn. You learn radio, you learn TV, you're starting to learn like social media stuff. Uh, it's just, you learn so much just in the, in the production side of things. You can really, you don't limit yourself, I guess. When you, when you come out of it, you could go work a video production job. You could go work for a radio station where I think in the, I don't mean to like bag on the, the news oh, program, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but I mean, that's kind of, you've got one, one thing there. You're going to be a reporter now, whether that's news, sports, whatever, but you're still, you still have to be a journalist. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, like what we're saying, we're, we're not, we're not crapping on the news kids right now. You <laughs> no. know? Um, we're just saying that we're more broadcast production guys. Just we enjoy ta- it. Talking what we know. Um, so for some of our viewers that maybe don't know much about the journalism college and stuff like that, um, can you maybe give us some insight into some of the classes you've taken for broadcasting production. Um, I know since you're an audio guy, Rick Alloway, you took his 227 class. Um, I did. That, any, any insights in those classes? Well, um, the university's changed so much since I've been here freshman year. It's just, it's insane the amount of uh, just the way the structure is on, just in the J school itself, it's changed so much. So when I was a freshman, we took um, a, or I took, I guess you took it too, photography. Yep, I took photography and videography, Yeah, actually, which now they have this completely split up. It's split up, and it's in, like, the module system, and it's just kind of, so that's changed completely, and I think we were some of the last ones to take those classes. Uh, yeah, I was actually the last semester. So, yeah. So with that, everything kind of changed, and then I got kind of stuck in limbo because... I was a news guy starting out, so I took all those classes, and then when I switched to production, they're like, oh, if you you switch to production, that means like we're not going to grandfather you in. You have to go back and take some of those module classes oh. over again. So I went back and had to take, it was like my junior year, had to, last year, yeah had to go and take some of those module classes with, like, incoming freshmen, and I felt so out of place. Are, uh, wow, I didn't know that. So are those, like, the – are they, like, one credit hour? Yeah. Yeah, so so to explain what kind of the viewers, what's going on, is, like, there's four of them. Yeah, and I only had to take two. I yeah. should say that. Um, but you have to take four of them at some point. Right. Um, most kind of kids get at least three of them done in a semester. It's three credit hours at that point. Um, but it is, it is kind of nice how the university has changed that. Um, I do. I have noticed though, as we've been going on, the the journalism college is really adapting. Yeah. Um, they're they're constantly trying to figure out different ways to improve. Um, that photography videography class. I mean, it was it was really helpful, but it it, it was it wasn't what we needed though. You know. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of what they're trying to do with these modules, and and that's something to really look for if kids are looking to change their major in the journalism college is, like news, like everything, social media, everything, everything's changing. And uh, the, the journalism college is trying to definitely improve for the better. So that's something good to look into. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, kind of going back to your question, um, after the modules and stuff, I obviously took 227 with, with uh, Rick, which you mentioned, which is intro to audio production. That really made me realize I had made the right choice 
in this major because I really enjoyed doing the projects in that class and uh, just really enjoyed everything, kind of everything involving that. And it just kind of lit a fire under me to do more. And then with that, uh, took a broadcast writing class, which is for production. Yeah, I'm in that right now, actually. And it's, you're going to write new stories, you're going to write commercials, you're going to, it's like writing, which is, I think, a really cool class, because I think that's a that's a skill that you should have going into this field. Oh, definitely. And, and even if, say, say, you're not writing stuff later on, it'll help you learn, oh, yeah. understand what the writers are writing, and maybe you need to do a certain camera angle, or on the radio, something like that, you'll, you'll be able to see kind of what they're, they're trying to aim at. Um, I know one of the classes we talked about um, was the 227 with Rick. Mm-hmm. You get a radio show, yep. the campus radio. You get an, a two-hour slot, yep. I think it was. A two-hour slot every week. Um, so that was actually really helpful for me. That, that kind of helped me get my nerves down a little bit about being on the radio. Right. Um, you, you pretty much just play local music, which is pretty cool. Um, and then it's just it, 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 you do a couple PSAs, I remember, and that type of thing. Yep, it's just a, pretty much a, just a standard two-hour radio shift just to, I guess, throw you into the wolves a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was another class I took. You took it with Lori Lee, I think. I did. I took it with Luis. If you're talking... I'm um, talking for... Two, 228, or are you talking law? Oh, 228, 228. 228. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so what that class is, is it's an um, intro to the news station. Yeah. So it kind of gives you an insight into how everything's produced. How you learn how to work the cameras, like green TV screen. production. Yep. Um, you learn how to work the blue, the booth. <laughs> um, and what do you think of that class? I actually, well, I went into it thinking I was going to hate it, just because I don't know. The first couple weeks, I'm like, man, TV is fake. When we first started like learning about everything and yeah. like green screens and how like how small the studios are and setups and then as we as we got into it I I really enjoyed um just being on the production side of things and everyone that was in that class with me we all got really close because we would be doing productions every week and you had to talk to each other so I think I got the most probably I got the closest to my classmates that I have in any any college class in that class. There was like 16 of us. Yeah, that, that's, there was about that much for our class. And you know, I agree with that completely. Uh, the I remember that class, you would do every single part of the show. Yeah. You would learn how to run the cameras. You would learn how to edit the scenes. You would learn how to talk. Some, some people had to act. You, or you need to take turns. You'd learn yeah. how to use the lights. It was really helpful for later on. And another thing I liked with that is we went and checked out the PBS station in Lincoln. Um, did you guys do that? Yep, the tours, yeah. The tour of the PBS station in Lincoln was sweet. That place is huge. <laughs> um, and I thought that was one of the coolest parts of that class. Kind of give you an insight what it will look like. It's not just a classroom. but And then another class you took was the mass media law. Yeah. Which, every, uh... every, every, I mean, that's that's not just broadcasting either. That's that's every kid that's in the it. journalism college. Everyone in the college has to take this class called mass media law, and it it's pretty much just kind of teaching you how to learn what you can and cannot say. Well, it's kind of yeah, what not to do. Exactly. <laughs> um, they'll give you examples of people who have yeah made mistakes as journalists and then gotten into legal issues. Pretty much covering every 
Supreme Court case that has happened with the First Amendment and the media. Yeah. And it's it's dry, but I think it's a very important class. It, it, it was very dry. I had it at 8 a.m. <laughs> Not fun. But I, I did enjoy how I learned a lot from it. I did, too. I, I it, Like I said, it's important to come from the college and know, just kind of have a have an understanding of some of that stuff because there was some stuff that we learned in that class that I didn't actually know. Yeah, I, I was actually taking that class along with the 227, so the radio class. And so I'd be learning about stuff they said on radio and, and I, was, I was pretty scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to say something wrong on the radio and then all of a sudden, I don't know who's coming after me on F- the door. but FCC like, bust down the door exactly. and shut down KRNU. <laughs> all because of me. <laughs> um, so... Kind of branched off from that. Journalism college, great college. Oh, yeah. What about your minors? Do you have any minors? I do have two minors. I have a minor in business, and then I have a minor in, uh, it's like music technology, music production. Kind of just as an add-on to, like, I'm a, I'm a big music guy, which we might talk a little bit later on the yeah, show we, that we, I yeah, host we'll, here. Yeah, we'll go into that soon. <laughs> but uh, I love music, always have, and it was just... Here at the J School, I don't know if they've changed it a little bit, but it used to be you have to have two minors. I think that's still the case. I think it's still the case. I I know that you can kind of bend that slightly with concentrations. Yeah. I know there's a few guys I've known that they have one minor, but then they have about three concentrations. I think that might even it out. Not sure, but I have two minors as well. Right. But the business minor, uh, that's just a practical minor, I think. Um I mean, you're either going to, in life, you're either going to be starting your own business or working for a business. Definitely. So you might as well kind of have a little bit of background on that. Um, through that minor, I found out I am terrible at accounting. Uh, was, you had to take accounting? I took an accounting class, and that was, there's a there's a reason I use the creative side of my brain, I've determined. I mean, there are some kids that do join the journalism college because the math classes are not. Right. Um, I know you don't have to calculus for journalism, which may attract some kids. <laughs> yeah. But I cannot even imagine taking counting. That sounds terrible. It was it was rough. But I uh, got through it, and I don't know. I've learned so much in just that business minor. I think that was one of the better decisions I made um, with that. And then music, my music production, that was just kind of a fun. Like, I just wanted to kind of get some more experience with, uh, with like, setting mics and mm. recording like bands and stuff because I figured if I'm going into radio, eventually I would like to be at the point where I could bring in full bands and set up mics and do like acoustic sets and stuff. So I thought it'd just be kind of a good thing to add. Unfortunately, um, the music tech minor here, I say, needs maybe needs some tweaking because there was, um, I didn't maybe get as much experience with the like music recording side of things as I would have would have liked to it was kind of a uh, there's they just don't have enough classes so so for that minor was that through the journalism school or was that through a different college on campus no that was actually that's through the um through the music college oh okay through uh well I don't is it Glencorf school of music I think is the uh, yeah, I was going to say Keeble, to be honest, but I, I think it's core for something, something like that. Something like that? I don't know. But yeah, it's a, so I had to go in and um, 
like be interviewed for it to get into the program. Oh, so you, you had to apply for it. Yeah. And yeah, then they don't just, I think like kind of their requirement is you have to have kind of a background in music. You have to like know a little bit about something. Mm-hmm. You can't just go into it blind. So, um, with that, how many classes did you have to take for that minor? Um, that's a good question. I think like five. That's not bad. I think four or five. I think that's kind of normal for minors as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that, like, I don't know. There's just, like I said, there's not enough classes in the music, like production realm of things. So they have classes that like you can take that count towards your minor. So I took like a 3d, uh, graphics class that counted for my music production minor, which doesn't sounds more like ad PR. It doesn't really make sense. Right. Yeah. But I did, and I learned learned a lot from it, but I just wish that I could have learned more music production. Yeah, definitely. In it, and uh, so yeah. Um, right now, I'm working on my. We actually got a capstone in that minor too. It's a one credit capstone project you have to have to do. Oh, so you have a capstone in the music one as well, right? Yeah, because because I'm doing my capstone right now, right? So for journalism or mm-hmm. broadcasting, I guess I should say. So you you're doing two capstones. So what, what's capstones, your capstone yeah. like in the music production one? So it's uh it's a lot like the uh, J school in regards to if you choose the independent capstone, you mm. kind of get to pick your project. And so I'm reeling. I'm kind of doing everything in one with my capstone. Um, so for all the broadcasting side, I host a radio show weekly radio show called rebel radio that i've had all four years here and like i said we can talk a little bit more about that but um with that i play uh red dirt americana texas country that kind of music and um with that i'm branching out and doing some interviews with artists and my uh i've tied my music production minor uh capstone into it by uh having having these bands and artists, like a couple of them, do acoustic sets. I'm going to bring them in the studio, and we're going to either record stuff here in the studio, or I'm going to bring mics and do a little little interviews, acoustic sets with them. And then I'll probably maybe do some video with that too and put that out on YouTube. That'd be pretty cool. So that's kind of my... Because a lot, a lot of the guys you play, or I guess bands you play, I should say, they're kind of more underground. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, let's just, let's just go ahead because we're, we're we're going that way. Let's just, <laughs> just go ahead and just switch to your show. Just dive into it. Before we get into that, that is one of the good benefits about the I would say the J School, what we call it, journalism school. Yeah, is there's a ton of opportunities to get involved on campus. I know. I I wish I would have got a radio show when I was a freshman, but I didn't. I didn't switch over till my sophomore year. Right. So how how did all that go in effect? Are you getting a radio show? How how'd you go about that? Well, I think, and this is something that I, I highly recommend people just looking into, like get involved early when you come here, just because, like with my show, I was able to build that for four years now, and uh, I guess, I don't know, I uh, sat my my freshman year, uh, first semester, decided. Hey, this radio thing is kind of cool. I wonder if I can uh, start getting on air. So then I just 
contacted Rick Alloway, the station manager who I didn't know at the time, and kind of pitched him I pitched him a show idea and he's like, "Yeah, well, uh I think I think that'll work." So he put me on KRNU2, which mm. at that time was the web stream and it still is. But um so I would come in start out just once uh once a week, one hour, just come in and host my show called Rebel Radio. It uh it's changed a lot <laughs> in the last 4 years. It's just something I've done every semester now and just continued to uh, to build and build and it's pretty much just a music variety show i guess you could say i do all the music programming of it um the guys i play don't get played much on mainstream radio but yet when they come to town they'll sell out the bourbon or wherever they're playing so there's a want and a need for this kind of music but just for some reason, it hasn't hit mainstream waves. Yeah, I think probably Luke Bryan. He's, I mean, guys like that, that's, that's kind of where country is right now. Right. It's not really like that traditional country that you kind of play. So with your show, how how did, did you have to teach a lot of that stuff to yourself or did you kind of start learning it through other people? It was kind of, well, just running a radio show was trial and error at the at the time i just would try different things half the time they would work most of the time they wouldn't just uh to kind of figure out how i wanted to do it with different segments and stuff like that and then i've been listening to this kind of music all through high school so it will just uh i don't know it was a way to kind of channel that hobby i would say into something a little bit more productive because i was going to sit around and listen to these these songs and these albums anyway, I might as well kind of start doing some research and background information on them. And by doing that, I just kind of kept going and going and going. It turned into a, I would say, borderline obsession. I absolutely love every bit of Red Dirt and Texas country music. And really with that, I've kind of also got into kind of the history aspect of things Mm -hmm. and just kind of, uh, I'm really interested now in radio trends throughout the decades and where where and how country music has changed over the last century because it's been all over the place. Yeah. Like if people think that country radio today is way different than anything, I mean, it it's a cycle. It's always been like at the time, I mean, throwing it back, at the time, people absolutely hated hearing Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings on the radio just because it was so different compared to everything else. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's just something, and I, I can't sit here and just bash on mainstream country because um, at knowing that it's it's always just been, there's always been something going on in country radio that a bunch of people are like, oh, that's not that's not country or whatever. Yeah, there, there'll there'll always be those people, regardless. They'll say, "This is not, this is not, this is not country. Me. This is not whatever." But um, and in I I mean I can see where they're coming from. It's it's changed. There's all, I don't know. Country music has so has changed a lot in the last even ten years. To I think we've drifted. I think this is the farthest it's been from being traditional. Well, yeah, you're you're seeing like Florida Georgia Line teaming up with who was it florida 
mm-hmm. or someone like that. I don't, I don't know if it's. You're Florida. seeing a lot of crossovers like that. Taylor Swift, she's in yeah. another world. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it's kind of interesting that music. If you're gonna have like a radio show with music, you can kind of zone in on one aspect right. of music. I, I I think that kind of is genre wide. Yeah, I agree. You can uh, there's. I think the longest-running show on KRNU right now, and I this could be wrong, but I want to say it's been on for like 20 years. It's called Heresy, and it's a heavy metal show. See, yeah, okay, so I heard about this one, and when I was in 227, the guy came in, and he was like, I'm graduating next semester. I need someone to take over for this. And so it's just kind of been kept getting passed down. Yep, and like I said, I'm not sure... I hope that someone's going to pick it up this semester. I don't know if anyone has yet, but um, yeah, it's been, I don't know how many hosts, so 20 years. There's, I mean, there's, you could say be, 10, yeah, at least, at least 10 different hosts. So it's just really cool that there's shows like that. And then there's a couple other uh, shows that have been going ever since I have been. Um, it's been, it's been cool. This just with my show kind of grow a listener base and, go to like these concerts and meet up with some of these artists and then you'll meet some of the people that are in the crowd there and like oh you're you're jeremy davis i i listen to your show every week that's just it's the coolest thing to yeah. know that there's people that actually listen yeah and, and that that's all given to you by the journalism school yeah our own radio station and there's tons of opportunities just campus radio to get involved i mean you can even just go on and host if you love the independent music and stuff that's on what 24 7 here regularly you can go in and just do a show of that yeah i i know when i did the radio show there was a lot of people that would tune in for specific reasons and i think people i think people in lincoln kind of really pride themselves on local music yeah for sure um so with the radio show, when you go into that, how how do you how do you prepare for that? <laughs> um, it seems like the the longer I do it, the more prep work and the more I like to challenge myself. And uh, it's no surprise that you listen to one of my first shows freshman year, and you listen to the show that I just recorded yesterday. There is a huge difference just in overall confidence and just the amount of uh, music and information I'm able to pack into two hours now, which that was another thing. I grew my show into two hours because I didn't want to stop. So so you can choose, if one of these kids wants to get a radio show, you can choose how long you want your show to be. Yeah, yeah. Is, it, um, is there like a, a bare minimum it has to be? It has to be an hour. Okay. It has to be an hour. And then, uh, I don't know, I always tell people, that if you're looking into doing this and you're kind of got cold feet, just start out with an hour. Don't bite off more than you can chew with two hours because two hours is a lot of time to fill just by yourself. If you don't have a co-host, I mean. Because you're, you're, you're probably playing, what, a song or two and then talking. Yeah. And yeah. you have to know everything to say for all that. And... Yeah, you kind of have to have um, – my show used to be completely scripted, I would, and it just – you can tell. You can tell when radio scripted. You, you can tell. So now I like to call my show uh, loosely scripted. I just kind of type up some notes and 
so I'll kind of have an idea of what I'm going to talk about, but I'm not going to like read it word for word. And that comes with just being on air and getting experience talking. I think kind of helps with that a little bit. You, uh, I don't know. It's just once you've been talking on air, you kind of get into a little bit of a rhythm between songs when you're talking. Oh yeah. I, I know when I did the radio show, we would do two hour slots and the first hour will shaky sometimes. But the second hour, I would, I would hit my stride, and it actually sounded, I'd say, pretty good. My mom liked it. <laughs> That's all that matters. So what, what's, your, what's your next step? Because you're graduating. We're graduating Yeah. in May. What, what's your next? Do you have any idea yet? I mean, I wish I could sit here and tell you that I had this lockdown and this and this, but as of right now, I, I really don't. Um, I was just telling someone the other day, it's kind of, being a senior has kind of made me realize this is the first time really in my life where I haven't really known what's next. So yeah, you go to elementary school and you know, okay, then I got middle school and you got middle school. Okay. I'm just going to high school, high school. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go to college. And then once you get done with college, no one's telling you what to do. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel the same way. No one is like, okay, well, you, you do this. Okay. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not that way. So it's been, I don't know, kind of a struggle. I want to work radio. I think uh, I think that's evident. And I should be able to find a job eventually radio-wise. If I, if I don't land a job right away, I could see myself maybe going into some kind of sales or something like that. Just... I want to get into radio, but if I can't, I think sometimes for new, newly graduated people, it's kind of tough to break into that. That that is one thing I was going to bring up. Um, broadcasting, great field to get into. I love the journalism college, but the one thing I have noticed with the journalism college is that it is a little tougher to use your degree. Mm-hmm. I have seen people that they hit it and they they're making strides, but I've also seen people who are doing something completely opposite yeah. and broadcasting or advertisement PR or whatever. And so that, that is one thing that is something people should think about, but I don't want that to deter people. No, I don't think it, it deters people. Cause I think it's kind of like that with any job right now. I think yeah, with the growing amount of just people in the nation going to college now, cause it never used to be that way. There was just like, a handful of people graduating, but now it's become like this thing where you just go to college. There's so many more qualified people. Oh yeah. That's what, that's why some jobs are saying they want masters. Yeah. So it's just kind of changed uh, things a little bit. And that's kind of the, the beauty of the career choice that we've kind of chose is it's not heavily, um, you don't have to have a college degree to go into radio or TV. Yeah, I mean it helps, especially now with like the hiring, but it's not. Um, they're gonna hire you more based on your experience level and you're willing to work. Yeah, and and I will say this about the journalism college is that we're told to save all of our work throughout. Yep. Granted, our first two years, <laughs> I'm probably not gonna share that, <laughs> but uh, I have built a portfolio right. through just doing class projects and. That's been super helpful for me. Mm-hmm. I, I have a buddy who he just sent in a bunch of stuff for some job, 
and they asked for him to show some of his work. And so he sent in all of his stuff. That, and it's not like we did it on the side. Some places you have to kind of do something on the side. Right. We, we were just doing ours for they give you Yeah, the university gives you so many opportunities to do it just here for credit usually. And uh, so, yeah, I'm. there's a station in Kansas City I would, like if everything works 100% correctly and I just. Well, yeah, that's where the girlfriend is. That's, yeah. If everything works out, that's where I'd like to end up. At there's a station there. It's awesome. Number one country station in the in the market. They uh, actually have a red dirt show, show now, which is uh, it's been there for a long time. I'd like to get involved with that. I I want to take my show eventually and get it going somewhere. Whether that means syndication, I don't know. I just I don't want to stop. I've put so much. Yeah time and work into it i just don't want to uh to just completely drop rebel radio as a bad habit like a bad habit yeah i was actually gonna ask about that what's your plans for next year with rebel radio do you even know yet i don't really know yet um i'm gonna try to i don't know syndication's getting tougher and tougher to get into where you just like record the show and send it out to different radio stations every week. Cause that, that's kind of what you're doing for your capstone. That's for what, yeah. I'm looking into doing it. Yeah. That's kind of so my capstone is doing the show plus looking into like how to get it syndicated. So just, um, so you can explain that what's syndication. So syndication is, um, <laughs> what is syndication? Syndication is, uh, anytime you listen to, a radio station and they have like a show with like special guests usually and big names like in the country music world like Cody Allen does a big syndicated show where he brings in like all of these Nashville stars and they talk and like Bob and Tom is a nationally syndicated show Mm -hmm. so it's just the idea of syndication is they record the show ahead of time or at one radio station. And then the uh, recording is sent out to other radio stations so they can like play it in a way. It's like a podcast in a way. It's like a podcast. Yeah. It's like a podcast that is on air. Yeah. So with that, um, like you can be in numerous markets so there's a guy in Texas named Buddy Logan who does a show called Radio Texas Live, which is a lot like my show, where he brings in um, Red Dirt artists, has interviews, but also plays just a ton of music. And he actually has his show syndicated all across the nation. So he's got he's on like a station in Florida, he's on a station in Oregon, he's on a station in somewhere in Iowa, and they all play at the same time. But yet, it's just a show that he recorded and then sent out to all of those stations to play on, like, Saturday night. That's pretty cool. Well, that's about all the time we have. Um, Jeremy Davis on here today talking about broadcasting production. Check it out if you're looking for a new major. Sounds like a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I don't, uh, I, I don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. There, there's, there's a lot of – that's the one nice thing I will say this. One last thing about broadcasting. There's a lot of different roads you can go down with it. And, For sure. And the journalism school at UNL will help you. Yeah. There's, there's a ton of different teachers in here that are focused in certain things. Photography, videography, audio, you name it. 
I mean, that's, I think my last plug for the J school is just the staff in general. They're so nice and so willing to help. Most of them were respected professionals in out in the field before they became for decades. Yeah. So it's, they know the business side of things. It's not, they didn't just go to school to become a J school professor. They like have lived the life of what they're teaching. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Andrew Skiles show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks again, Jeremy.